Well, just a day under a month to go. We're, we're one day under four weeks to go before the midterm elections. And you know how you can tell? Because the political ads are getting a little bit bizarre and in some cases downright nasty. Take this ad. This is the one the political world is talking about. Certainly TV and Twitter are talking about it. This is Christine O'Donnell's new ad. She's the Delaware Republican Senate candidate, uh, Tea Party favorite. She's trying to convince people here that she's not a witch. I'm not a witch. I'm nothing you've heard. I'm you. None of us are perfect, but none of us can be happy with what we see all around us. Now, yesterday, O'Donnell's opponent, Democrat Chris Coons, launched a website. It's called She's Not You. That was the response. Well, we have to parse this ad, and we've got to parse some other ads that are flying around out there. And we're joined by Tom Mosloom, founder of the M Network, a political ad cutter and expert himself. Tom, good morning. Good morning, Todd. How are you? I'm um, very well, thanks. All right, let's go right to this Christine, Christine O'Donnell ad, I'm Not a Witch. Uh, help me parse the optics here. For people who haven't seen it, they need to go on YouTube and watch it. You've got the pearls, you know, the pearls around the neck, the tilted head in a sympathetic uh, kind of manner. Of course, you heard the tinkling p- piano music. What is she trying to convey here? Well, you have to look at these ads in two forms. Is it a good ad? Is it functionally good? And is it serving the purpose that they they wanted it to serve? When you look at this ad, my initial thought was, oh, my goodness, what is she doing? I mean, she's dressed in black. She's shot on a dark background with this bluish, wispy, smoke-like thing behind her. I mean, if you're going to say, I'm not a witch, <laughs> why would you dress like one? <laughs> uh, but the point of the ad was to... to to make her more human, to put her in a setting that people could look at her and feel sympathetic for. I believe that that whole first line, the shot, the music, all of that, was to set up the one line, I am not a witch. And the reason for that line is so that you and I would, three days after the, the ad air, still be talking about it. And, uh, we, still are, and we still are talking about so it, So from of a course. personal point of view, you know, maybe this isn't such a crazy ad after all. Right. We are still talking about it, and yet uh, a lot of other commentators have said it's had exactly the opposite effect of what you want an ad to have. There's a lot of ridicule. So a lot of exposure and yet a lot of ridicule. Sure, absolutely. But uh, if you're a W.C. Fields fan, uh, you know, any publicity is good publicity. And this is her first ad. You have to assume she's going to come out with more. And if you remember, Meg Whitman had the same problem. She came out with an a, a online ad called Demon Sheep. That was oh, yes. soundly ridiculed. Same Favorite guy. Favorite of mine. Same Favorite guy. Of mine. Oh, Fred, really? Fred Davis produced both of these ads. Fantastic. Demon Sheep is a favorite of mine. I've encouraged people on this show to Google, to use the Google search terms Demon Sheep and have a lot of fun with it. Well, You are a strange Tom, man. Ta- well, Tom Moslem, you just went to California, and I want to go to California, too. While we're on the topic of witches, listen to this ad uh, put up by Nancy Pelosi's opponent in her San Francisco district. This is Republican John Dennis, who's taking a humorous approach uh, while we're talking about witches. Listen to this ad. Hello, my pretty. But first, pay $18,000 a month for my downtown office, and then go into massive debt for Wall Street bailouts. And here are my monkeys to make you pay for it all. Step back, everyone. Okay, now that's not very nice. Speaker Nancy Pelosi as the Wicked Witch of the West. 
he knows he doesn't have a chance, John Dennis, against the Speaker, probably. Well, I think you're seeing some of this in some of these races where, uh, listen, John Dennis does not have a chance. Um, and that's a pretty bold statement. So why not take the flyer? Why not put something out there that's going to get a lot of talk about? Again, an ad that's going to be ridiculed. But there's two functions. I mean, there was an old series of ads up where you live, retail ads for Crazy Eddie. Uh, this guy screamed into the camera, and people were highly offended by the ads and talked about them. But the ads were unbelievably successful. And everybody remembers them, and I remember them, too. He said, our prices are insane. I remember it from 20 years ago. Right? Isn't that crazy? Of course. Of course. Well, let's, all right, let's step back from this a little bit. What's different? There, there have been incendiary ads, negative ads in every election cycle. Is it just the amount of money? Is it the estimated $4 billion that's going to be spent on advertising this year? What's different in 2010 in terms of advertising that we haven't seen before? Well, certainly the most obvious is the cash. There's $4.2 billion estimated. Burrell & Associates is a media research company. Uh, they track this stuff. They came out with a report that said it's going to be about twice as much as what was spent in advertising in all of 2008, about 20 to 25% higher than what we saw in 2006. $4.2 billion is a lot of money. I mean, let me put this in context for you. The state of Florida in 2011 will spend about $3.5 billion on children and family services in its entirety. The auto industry didn't spend $3 billion on ads last quarter. So there is a ton of money being spent on political ads. Not now, only that. Tom, yeah. Well, but Tom Oslin, let me, yeah, yeah, but let me point out, you're a man who's made plenty of money cutting ads for Hillary Clinton <laughs> in 08. You've worked for Republicans and Democrats making these kinds of ads. So this is a field day for guys like you. Is this healthy for the process? Not only is it a field day for uh, guys like me, the people who are really benefiting from this type of atmosphere is the media. The media has taken a pounding over the last two years because the ads have gone, ad rates have gone down. Uh, advertisers have pulled money off the air. This is like a midterm sort of goose to, to, to their profit margins that's really going to help out struggling newspapers, television stations, radio stations, and really help them through this time. So if wow. you want to look at the silver lining behind all these negative ads, you could look at what it's doing to the media and how it's helping them survive. Economic stimulus for the media business. Maybe that's the only <laughs> silver lining about the, uh, behind these crazy, crazy ads that we're seeing. Well, Tom Mosloom is founder of the M Network. He's a political advertising expert. He's cut those ads for Hillary Clinton. He's cut them for Republicans, too. He's helping us parse some of these, some of these witchy ads going on in the East and West Coast. Tom, thanks a lot. My pleasure. It's not the 4th of July, it's not Thanksgiving, it's not even Christmas, it's better than all those. It's Crazy Eddie Day. You'll save money like never before during Crazy Eddie's Crazy Eddie Day sale. lot going on right now. Mounting economic inequality, threats to democracy, environmental disaster, the sour stench of chaos in the air. I'm Brooke Gladstone, host of WNYC's On the Media. Want to understand the reasons and the meanings of the narratives that led us here and maybe how to head them off at the pass? That's On the Media's specialty. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 